Hey, we're back in our last episode in our series about rest. And today we are talking about strategy. And you're going to have some, learn some steps to help you really make rest like a real thing in your busy life. And you're going to need a piece of paper and a pen because I'm going to make you set some goals and write them down because studies show that you are actually 42% more likely to achieve your goals when you write them down. So get that pen and that piece of paper and let's do it. Hey mama, welcome to the Nurse Mom Podcast where you're going to learn how to ditch the mom stress through renewed mindsets, healthy habits, and balanced nutrition. God is calling you to a life of peace, joy, and rest even during this crazy season when kids are tugging at your legs, you can't get a minute to yourself, and you feel like you have a million things to do. So if you are ready to leave the stress and busyness behind and step into the goodness that God has for you and your family, then you are in the right place. So set those kiddos up with some Legos, some Play-Doh, or whatever is going to keep them engaged for the next 20 minutes while we dig into today's show. Let's do it. Mamas, welcome back to the Nourished Mom podcast. We have been talking about rest. We've dug into the different kinds of rest over the last few episodes and what they look like, why they're important. We've talked about some strategies and tips to get that type of rest and what it might look like in your life. And today we are talking about four steps to help you like actually make it a real thing in your life. So today we are specifically talking about habits, how to use habits strategically to bring more rest, more joy, more peace, more goodness into your life. So did you know that like 50% of all of the things you do every day, you do out of habit? So habits have a lot of power over your life and we can harness that power for good. We can use these habits to make your life better and easier. So the first thing that we need to decide is what type of habits are you needing, wanting, trying to create? So we're talking about rest. So let's talk about those habits that are going to bring more rest into your life. Over the last few episodes, we talked about um, physical rest. We talked about mental rest and spiritual rest. And I talked about kind of walking through those and seeing what God is calling you to. So I have a free resource for you that you've probably heard about by now that is the Nourish Necessities Workbook. So our Nourish Necessities are those things that will bring nourishment into our lives, the the things that God tells us are important that we need to really nourish our our bodies, our our minds, and our souls. And um, a big part of that is rest. Another part of it is our relationship with God. And there are others, but those are the, the two that are most going to 
be incorporated when we're talking about rest. So download that free workbook. I'll put a link in the show notes so you can jot down um, because I'm going to have you pray and ask God, where is he leading you in this? How does he want you to get spiritual rest? Where is he calling you to get mental rest? Get a vision for this and write it down. If you've already done this, awesome. You know where you're headed. So let's set some goals. So if you've listened to all three of the last episodes, um, you probably have some goals that you have for physical rest, some for mental rest, and some for spiritual rest. So where do you start? Well, you want to start with what's most important. So normally I would have my clients start with spiritual rest because we know that even if you're lacking in all of the other areas, that if you are resting in Christ, that he can fill you up and carry you wherever you need to go, even if you're physically exhausted. So I always recommend starting with spiritual rest. However, sometimes we are just like so physically and mentally exhausted that we can't even think about opening up that Bible. And if that's where you feel like you are right now, that's okay and just recognize it. Start wherever you are lacking. Start where you need it the most. So today I'm going to have you set three goals. If you're physically exhausted, maybe all three of your goals are going to be around physical rest Maybe you'll have one goal around each area, one for physical, one for spiritual, one for mental. You decide what you need. Ask God, pray about it, and let him lead you and decide what goals you are going to work on first and pick three goals. And I want you to write these goals down and I want you to make sure that they are specific. Right? So in business school, we talked about SMART goals. So SMART, S is specific. M is measurable, A is achievable, R is relevant, and T is time-bound, SMART goals. So it's important that when we set goals that they're, they're SMART goals, that they're specific, that they're measurable because it gives us direction and structure. So say that your goal is to pray more. Okay, that is not specific. It's a good goal, definitely a good goal, but not specific. So instead of I want to pray more, maybe I want to pray three times each day or I want to pray three times each day with my family and I'm going to start this week. Maybe your goal is to get more physical rest. Okay, how can we make that a specific measurable goal? Okay, maybe we can change it to I will get to bed on time. Oh, almost there even more specific and measurable. I will be in bed with the lights off by 10.30 every weekday. Okay, I'm gonna give you one more example. So perhaps you're needing some mental rest and your goal is to take some downtime every day. Okay, not very specific and measurable, right? So how can we change that? You can say, I will take 10 minutes of downtime on my lunch break or I will take 20 minutes of downtime before starting dinner every weekday. Do you see how those are more specific, more measurable? They give us direction. So write down your three goals. And if you're in the car, please don't stop and write. I mean, pull over if you want, but please don't write when you are driving. If you're doing the dishes, I get it. You don't have to do it right this second, but I want you to come back to this and I want you to write it down because like I said in the intro, that studies show that you are like 42% more likely to achieve your goal when you write it down. So take that 30 seconds and write it down somewhere where you're gonna keep it visible. 
Okay, so that was your first step, setting a goal. Step number two, we need to create a trigger, something that is going to trigger you to start this habit. So habits happen in a three-part loop. The first part is the trigger, right? Like you walk into the bathroom, you automatically turn on the light. You know that this is a habit because when the power is out, you probably still do it. The second part of the habit is the routine. Like what are you actually doing? It might be as simple as switching on a light switch. It might be, you know, something that's a little more complex. And the third step is, or the third part is the reward. So in order for your brain to keep habitually doing something, there has to be some type of reward or a positive outcome. Otherwise you wouldn't keep doing it. So it might be as simple as the light turns on when you need light, like that's a positive outcome. Okay, so trigger, routine, and reward. Those are the three parts of a habit loop. And we are gonna use that information to help you set up some effective habits to bring a little more rest into each of your days. Okay, so we're talking about the trigger. What thing is going to trigger you to start each of these habits that you want to create? So there might already be an event that happens in your day, a habit, a routine that happens regularly that you can link this new habit to. So that's called habit stacking or routine stacking. And it's super effective because we don't have to create a new trigger. We are already doing this other thing habitually and we're just adding this new habit in. So say you want to pray three times every day. Are there, is there something else that happens three times a day that can trigger you, like maybe your meals? Or maybe you'll choose to pray right when you wake up, right before you go to bed and at lunchtime. So take a minute to think about it. Are there any existing habits or routines that you can link these new habits to? So in the example about getting some downtime, so if you're trying to get some downtime on your lunch break, maybe your trigger is right when you walk into the break room or your trigger is right after you finish your lunch. So pick a trigger and write it down. Now, there might not be a good trigger for the new habit that you want to create yet. So for example, if you're wanting to get to bed with the lights off by 1030 every weekday and you are not in the habit of having any type of nighttime routine, there's probably nothing that would trigger you to get to bed on time. And that's probably why you're not doing it already, right? So how can you create a trigger? So particularly for this, I love to use an alarm on my phone. So that's what I use to trigger my bedtime routine. And you can use an alarm to trigger other routines as, re- as well if they happen at a specific time of day. So when there's not a natural trigger or a natural transition that you can link a new habit to, an alarm is a really good tool. Okay, so the third step to help you create habits of rest is to know your routine and be prepared, right? So the routine is the second part of the habit loop. And so every habit has a routine, whether it's simple, like flipping on the light switch, or it's complex, like your bedtime routine. So for example, I've started to do my Bible study in the morning right when I wake up because the kids are starting to sleep in. It is so weird. So I used to wake up and like every other day I would be spending time with them right in the morning playing with them. And now I'm up and they're still sleeping. And this is just like a new thing within the last few weeks. And it's weird. And I've had to adjust like all of my routines around it because, you know, I'm 
I don't have to be playing with them now, so I need to like move things around. But anyway, so my Bible study routine is, you know, I get out of bed, I grab the books that I'm reading, I grab my Bible, and I start studying. But in order for me to do that, I need to know where the books are. So I make sure that everything I need is up in my room when I go to bed at night. So I make sure my Bible is up there. The If I'm using a Bible study book, then I have that. My computer, because I like to jump on and do research when I come across things. My highlighter, my pen, my pencil. And I make sure my water is up there too, that I have some water. Because I know that I'm going to be thirsty in the morning. And I don't want to have to get up to go downstairs to get water and risk waking the kids up. <laughs> so another example, if you're trying to get 10 minutes of downtime, what do you need to have ready? Do you need to have music? Do you need to have a book? Do you need to have some noise cancellation headphones so you can like tone out the kids for 10 minutes? What do you need for this new habit? What is your routine? Make sure that you are prepared. You have the things where they need to go. And in order to do this, it's really beneficial to pick a spot where you're gonna where you're gonna always have this routine happen. So for me, like with a Bible study, I'm always studying up in my bedroom. So if you're trying to get the 10 minutes of downtime, is that gonna happen out on your back porch? Is it gonna happen at your kitchen table? Because you can have the things that you need there ready for you. Okay, and step number four is to stay focused on the reward, right? So we, we said that every habit has a reward or you wouldn't keep doing it. Know your reward, write it down. So for example, studying my Bible is gonna give me patience and peace to get through my day. Taking downtime is gonna give me that mental energy to stay calm and focus on the things I need to do. Getting to bed on time is going to give me the physical and mental energy to tackle all the things I need to do that day and feel good about it. So write down your reward. And when you're tempted to skip whatever it is you're trying to do, remember your reward and say it out loud to yourself. There are days that I want to stay in bed and not get up and do my Bible study at 545, but... I know that I always regret that. I never, it's never a good choice for me. So I remind myself what is going to come from the Bible study, right? The peace, peace, the patience, the joy, connecting with God. Those things are going to help me through my day. Those things are going to bring goodness into my life. So remember your reward. All right, so let's recap. Number one, set a smart goal around the habits that you want to create. Is it specific? Is it measurable? Is it relevant, right? And whether or not it's relevant is going to depend on what you need and what God is calling you to. So write down your SMART goal. Step number two, choose a trigger. What are you going to link your new habit to? This also has to be specific. It can't be like in the morning. It has to be like at breakfast, I'm going to read my Bible, right? Something specific that will really actually trigger you. If there isn't a natural trigger, you need to create a trigger with your alarm on your phone. Step number three, be prepared for your, your routine. So prepare in advance. Have all the things that you need in the place where you need them. And step number four, stay focused on your reward. I want you to write out your reward. Like studying my Bible is going to bring me blah, 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 more peace, more joy, whatever it means for you. Write it out, say it out loud. And when you're tempted to skip, repeat this to yourself.
All right, ladies, I hope this was helpful and will help you use the strategy of habit to bring more rest into your life. And I hope that you've enjoyed this series on rest. Rest is just something that's so overlooked in our society, something that we always say that we want, yet we don't take the intentional steps to get it. But it's so important. So start being intentional. Start setting those goals around rest. And like always, if you found this episode beneficial, please share it with your friends or take a couple minutes to just write a review and I would greatly appreciate it. All right, I pray that the Lord blesses you with abundant spiritual, physical, and mental rest and that he strengthens your heart and your soul for all of the things that he's calling you to. In Jesus' name, amen. Real quick before you go, if this podcast blessed you or inspired you in any way, could you please take a minute to write a review on Apple Podcast? Writing a review is the number one way that you can help me to reach more moms just like you. And reading your reviews truly inspires me and encourages me to keep doing this work. Also, don't forget to connect with other like-minded mamas in our Facebook community so that we can encourage and uplift each other on this journey. The link to the Facebook group is in the show notes. Thank you for listening and may your heart overflow with God's peace and love. God bless.